A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I've got Dalby, current number one, Joe Wildsmith. Thanks for having me. Stood me in good stead coming from Wednesday to go to Derby because the pressures are similar. Favourite ever goalkeeper? Petrick. Team sheet come out, it's like Czechs players. Because oh, Hutch played with me at Chelsea, he's like, oh, I'm going to ask for his shirt. I'm like, nah. It's mine. He's like, it's mine. And if I'm not getting a shirt, I'm getting his helmet. Bit <laughs> <laughs> roads come out about 10 minutes later, just vast on his head. <laughs> Went down, played 45 minutes. Manager pulled me off. I thought, what's going on here? He's like, I want to sign you now. And I'd signed for Sheffield Wednesday by my birthday in December. Every time I've bumped into him since, it's like before I tell anyone about what a goalie you are or anything like that, he got up in front of 100 people and signed me. Two days later, Rosie rang me up. He's like, right, uh, I've rang Nicky Law. Uh, you're going out for the rest of the season. The first day he signed, he come up to me and he just went, I am here for you. Ledge. I've never seen anything like it in football in my life. What a save from Mark Howard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Today, I am joined by another top goalkeeper, and I'm absolutely delighted to have in. I've got Dalby, current number one, Joe Wildsmith. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm buzzing to have you in, mate, especially after the season. You, being an ever-present in any team is a difficult feat, so like, fair play to you. Oh, thank you. 49 games in all competition, I think I've got. Was it a bit more? No, 54 games, I apologise. Yeah. Oh, 54 games in all short, competition. No, yeah. um, you played every game in the league. Absolutely delightful. EFL, yeah. FA Cup. That's like, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do these days. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something obviously I've never done in my career uh, up, to, up to this season. So it, it was something I set out at the start of the season. I just want to play as many games yeah. as possible. And, and yeah, to get, to get that many games, especially coming into a new club and new surroundings. Uh, but yeah. Really, really happy with uh, with how the season went. Unfortunately, obviously, how it ended yep. for the team and uh, just missing out on the playoffs on the final day. Um, but on a on a personal note, as you say, um, to to do that and play every single minute of of every game, um, yeah, it's something I'm really proud of. Yeah, no, congratulations on that. Right before we get started, I need to say a huge thank you to uh, today's sponsors, Forge Irish Stout, for sponsoring this episode. They're not here to take part; they're here to take over. Uh, it's available in Asda come August. Uh, cheers, mate. Cheers. Have a little pour of this. You like a drink as well, yeah? Being from Sheffield. <laughs> Must do. Viper rooms on a Tuesday night. Up or downstairs? <laughs> uh, I'm upstairs, I think. Upstairs? Yeah, preferred Interesting. upstairs. Downstairs was a bit, nah, not for bit me. I, I was also a bit too old, I think, at that point. Yeah. I think I was uh, about 26. Probably downstairs a bit young for me. Oh, wow. Uh... Yeah, that was uh, in the younger days. Yeah, definitely. Some good nights Scholar out in Sheffield, days. by the way. It's just all in the same place, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't have to walk around. But yeah. no, no, it's uh, it's a great, great city. That especially down Ecclesall Road as well, pointing dog. Like I say, bank holidays down Ecclesall Road. Uh, I've got some good memories yeah. down that road with the lads. Yeah, definitely. Some good times, right? Um, like I said, you've been an ever present this season, but especially going uh, moving to Derby uh, as a new club, coming through Sheffield Wednesday uh, to go to a new club and then establish yourself straight away. It's not an easy thing to do. Was that part of the brief when you were signing? 
when I was signing, uh, it was with the understanding that there was going to be another goalkeeper brought in. Um, that didn't sort of really um, come to come to light until um, a bit later on when the season had already started with with Joe coming in from from West Ham. Uh, and obviously, it was really unfortunate for Joe to sort of his season to go the way it did with with breaking his arm. Uh, but it sort of gave me that head start uh, that it did take him a while to come in from Ireland. Uh, where he was already on loan, um, and it sort of gave me that that foot into to get myself in the team and create some performances um, and show showcase what I can do um, for for Liam at the time, uh, Liam Rossini. Um And then obviously Liam left, unfortunately, and, and went to went to uh, went to Hull oh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, but since Paul Paul Warren's come in, the, the current gaffer, it's I I couldn't say um, a bad word about him. He's he's been absolutely brilliant with me, and and the fact that he sort of showed faith to to let me um, just just play my game and and concentrate on on what I need to do uh, with with Andy Warrington yeah. and. Uh, You've That's got a lovely it. little goalkeeper group at Derby as yeah, well. Now. Yeah, obviously Lochi's in there, yeah. and uh, we had uh, H, the young uh, young lad um, Harrison Falks, and then Luke McGee come in towards the end of the season. It was a, a really good group, and probably one of the best I've had uh, in my career in terms of like everyone sort of together and striving for the same thing, all pushing for that that playoff place. And but yeah, it's 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 been a sort of as seasons could have gone, leaving Sheffield Wednesday, sort of going out into the unknown and going to a new club. It's all all brand new to me at the it's time. A massive club as well. Yeah, and like I say, it, it sort of stood me in good stead coming from Wednesday to go to Derby because the the pressures are similar yeah. and the recent history is similar in terms of the point deduction getting relegated a hard done by a club both of them really yeah aren't they? i mean i don't know the ins and outs and obviously they tried doing something that didn't work yeah. and and they've been punished for that but for it to to survive the way it did in the summer and then rebuild and then almost get to where it needed to be back into the championship was, was uh so unfortunate and but it's been so positive in and around the club uh, everyone's been brilliant with me and uh i couldn't sort of praise the club and the surroundings and the fans and the group of lads at the at the club more because I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed every single moment of it. Uh, as you said already uh, that you came close to making it into the playoffs and you just missed out by a point. Was it a huge disappointment or was it like the club's building? I know at the time it feels like uh, a disappointment for that season. Yeah. But is it you're part of something now and it's like we are trying to strive to get the club going again I think when, pushing in the right direction. When, when the gaffer came in he, he he knew what he wanted and the players knew what they wanted even at the start of the season we we, we looked around the the changing room and the personnel that was in there we we understood that we had the 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 players to do that um the depth of the team I think was sort of like the undoing and and a lot of players played a lot of minutes um but to get that close and, and like I said, to, to get to Hillsborough at the end of the season and just need, uh, at the end we just needed, I think, uh, a point or, a, I don't know, a, to win or something like that, but it was so close. Yep. Um, and then sort of like the referee in decisions sort of like gets pulled into it and it's like, oh, we could have done this and Kurt gets sent off and it just felt like everything was sort of going against us and then crowds are screaming because Barnsley have scored and then it gets and then like Wednesday fans are screaming because it's been disallowed and oh, it's just a whirlwind of emotions and then obviously for me to be going back for the first time gets brought into it and yep. it's just like oh my god and 
what's those feelings like when you're on the pitch? Do you do you feel and sense what the fans are doing and the cheering? Um, I mean, I think you're always aware. Yeah. You're in the game, and after that sort of first couple of minutes where you feel everything, and you come out of the tunnel, and you get into your game, and it sort of comes out of it. But then I think when there's more on it, when you need to know what's going on elsewhere, it becomes more apparent. The last ten that, minutes of oh, those yeah. games. Horrible, especially because yeah. it was only one nil. Yeah, it's like right, we only one chance, like one chance, like we might just get it, we might not, like. But yeah, it's really disappointing in the end. And uh, the changing room, like it's just one of those changes you never want to be in. Yep. But I think that only um, creates more. That's um, what I was going to lead on to. Yeah. Is going forward now, Derby as a club is is it's become more attractive again because of the success that they've had on the pitch. What you lot have done especially how badly it has been off the pitch, really. Yeah. Uh, and obviously to see that you lot have gone on and really kicked on and strove forward instead of letting the club almost stagnate. I think that from the outside world, it's very positive. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the feedback from the fans has always been that they're just so proud of the fact that the club is where it is. Yep. It's it's still a club. And then for the, the, the team to sort of go and show... And, and play a style of football that's quite exciting and especially at home we're getting out like nearly 30,000 every week and it's it, actually incredible, in, in yeah. league one it's like oh my like it's ridiculous um the stadiums like it's, it's just not league one standard and like say you go to certain places in league one and it's completely different but we understand that Everyone who's coming to Pride Park is trying to scalp us. It's their big game. It's a big, like going to Hillsborough, like you're going to Portman Road, like they're big historical stadiums. Yep. Um, but like I said, that's the pressure that that we need to deal with and we need to understand. And like I said, it, it, going that close this season and showing the fans that the club's still alive and bringing all that positivity into this coming season, hopefully can can drag us up, up fingers and, crossed, uh, mate. and take us up fingers so, yeah. crossed right i'm going to crack on with a quick fire quiz as well now right right just break you in a little bit uh right catch or parry catch yeah goalie <laughs> so the amount of non-goalies it will just go parry oh. it looks better uh favorite color kit i like yellow yeah yeah uh, we had a yellow kit this season really enjoyed it um got some little matching boots and then there was a little bit of like a an aqua tint on it, so nice. the cells look really good with it. Just matched up, yeah. lovely. What colour boots you wear? I had the Pumas on. Um, I don't know, they're like Future or something like yeah. that. Uh, they're like a bit ankly. Oh, yeah, Not they too are. too ankly, yeah. but a little yeah. bit. Um, and then they had like a, an aqua line down the side. A bit of blue, yeah, nice. Yeah. Matched them up, lovely. I yeah. love all the matching stuff, to be honest. Right, uh, play out from the back or kick it long? Uh, it's a bit mixed this year. Yeah, nice. Uh, Liam wanted total football. Gaffer was more like play what you see, yeah. but what do you prefer? From young, it's a hoof it all day. <laughs> like get it up as far <laughs> away it. from the goal as possible. You yeah. Can't score from there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed sort of like dipping into it. A yeah, football changing. No, yeah, I, I still love booting a ball as far as I can. I, you, oh, mate, uh, even I when you're a kid in the back garden, you, you just want to kick it. My miles. second league game was against you, and I just remember you were out well, just absolutely levering it. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm on my toes for every goal kick. Can't can't score from there. That's what I was, yeah. I was always taught: is you can't score from the opposition's half. Well, you can, but, but I, I gave it a go every now and then. Yeah, why not? Uh, right, favorite ever goalkeeper? Uh, Petr Cech. Yeah, yeah, hands down. 
Uh, so you would pl- have, have started watching, and I had the pleasure the of playing against him. Oh, like, I got yeah, like, I've got a shirt, and just to see what he did in that sort of period in the, in the Premier League, like for Chelsea just, as well. Oh, yeah. it was just some goal, you know. Yeah, I played against him when he was at Arsenal. It just yeah. wasn't the same. Mine's same, yeah. I've got the Arsenal kit. I obviously wish I got the Chelsea kit, but like say it's still because I, I, I didn't think he was going to play that game. We played him in the cup and. Um, like all in the press, it was like, oh, Matt Macy's going to play, or like, I can't remember who the second choice at that time Ospina was. Or something? Maybe, yeah. Um, but I don't know if he was injured. Yep. Uh, and then team sheet come out, it's like, Czech's playing. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, Hutch is like, because uh, Hutch played with him at Chelsea, he's like, oh, I'm going to ask for his shirt. I'm like, nah. It's mine. He's like, it's mine. And if I'm not getting a shirt, I'm getting his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That's always, we always had this same joke as well. That if you could get his helmet, surely, because uh, uh, there was one point they put it on Champ Man, didn't they? He went into yeah. a boardroom wearing a suit on Champ Man, <laughs> wearing on. his helmet and it's did class. his contract negotiations. He's like, that must have been an ongoing joke at every club. It's like, brilliant. Be nice to get his shirt, his helmet mm. though. It's <laughs> a mad chat. Um, right, favorite ever stadium you've played at? Favorite stadium, Anfield. Yeah, yeah. This Atmosphere. season, ridiculous. Kept a clean sheet as well, by the way. Yeah, enjoyable, really enjoyable. Um, and it was full. Like, I didn't expect it to be full, uh, but then different breed of fan. Yeah. Um, every game's just like it was fifty odd thousand in there. I was like, Phew. could you feel? The atmosphere, uh, like, you know what was mad? So we stayed in like Birkenhead and it was such a rash decision. The traffic was a joke. I was literally had like five minutes to get ready. Like, and I was like, oh. I didn't have time to think about it. I was like, right, I'm literally just getting ready, get out, do my warm up. And the game was started and it probably was for the best. Like cause it, the build up, sometimes it just gets to you. Like, and if I've you're thinking a about a game story. and game and game, but um, now went out there like, they had a few kids out and stuff like that, but like I said, Firmino, come on, and they had um, Nunes playing, and um, but yeah, like just I mean, Keller's some goalie he's as well, a, he's a fair. really good goalie, like, isn't he? Um, but yeah, no, just a great, great experience, obviously, to get a clean sheet there as well. Obviously, penalties, penalties, and you never know, but yeah, just class. Like, my dad was there, my father in law was there, yeah. and just memories that last, um, but yeah. So Definitely, I'm I've feeling. got a story similar to so uh, when I was at Sheffield United, yeah. we got to the League Cup semi-final, played Tottenham away. Yes, and Nigel Clough deliberately, we left late at the hotel and we hit traffic, and like I, I was doing my tape on my fingers on, on the, the coach, Done and like, there was one point it was like we might have to put a kit on you now, mm. and it was getting so tight. We literally rolled out to the game and we lost one nil. Uh, Jay McEvely gave away a penalty, but we played unbelievably, and it's like because we only turned up twenty minutes before kickoff, it was like just go out and do it. Yeah. You've done all the prep you need. The build-up's the worst thing sometimes. Sometimes it is, yeah. yeah. That lingering around in a dressing 100%. room. Before the managers named the bench and stuff like that, it was just like, go on, out you go. I say, like, home games at Chef Wed, we, we used to get down, like, we'd have pre-match at the training ground. Training ground's just up the road. It's like, right, lads, you just get yourself down there, like, whenever you want. Just be there for half one meeting in the changing room. Like, lads are down there, like, just gone 12 like half 12 it's like there's two and a half hours before the game actually starts like and you just sat there like just twiddling your thumbs and just thinking yeah you'll get some lads that drive off to costa go and get coffee come back 100 but like i just think sometimes it's better like you said to just turn up get out do your warm-up yeah and then that's it you're in it yeah match of the day or sky sports news match of the day yeah hands down yeah grew yeah. up watching it didn't we always. yeah like, always taped uh, my dad would tape it at night 
So then straight away in the morning, you could just watch it whatever time you were up. Yep. But yeah. Right. Long sleeve shirt or short sleeve shirt? Uh, a changer. We've got a changer. It used to be a long sleeve. Well, it, long sleeve was all you got. Baggy, in it? And, and then it was like, but you can cut it if you want. And then it just, I was like, nah, that looks a bit naff like. So, yeah, short sleeves. And if and if it's a bit too cold, then I'll chuck an under armour on. Basically. But, yeah, but short sleeves most of the time. Yeah, now. nice. Uh, World Cup or Champions League? World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got to say that. Sure. Yeah. Winning a for your country. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Immortalised. How tall are you? You can add inches on here. No, I'm, uh, I'm not going to fact check this. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 108, uh, 189 centimetres. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. But I, I'm six foot three. Yeah, 100%. No, 189.10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the best goalkeeper in the world right now? Right now is. I still think it's Courtois. Yes. Yeah. Who's running him close? The t uh, Alisson and Edison are running close. I, yeah, Alisson yeah. for me. Yeah. Just a beast, isn't it? Just got everything. Yeah. Courtois obviously doing it and winning ridiculous trophies. So. Well, it, it's close though, isn't it? Yeah, they're, it they're not bad. Yeah. All three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're doing all right. I think they're doing all right. From, I don't think they'll be that bothered about me asking which one's the best. Uh, head tennis or goalie wars? Uh, head tennis or... Every day. Yeah? Yeah. Not goalie wars. Uh, just Don't get to play it enough, do saying you? Saying that, though, the fact that goalie wars only comes around once in a blue moon and the, the buzz you get when it happens, but it's every day at Derby. Yeah. Like, I can't say his nickname on uh, on, on, <laughs> on the podcast, but Andy Warrington, yeah, um, yeah every day. Yeah. And he, he, he likes to get involved. He's getting a bit stiff now, but he likes to get involved. Make sure he's playing, yeah. yeah. But to be fair, like, head tennis at, at Chef Wed got way out of control. Like, Did it, yeah. We're, we're going out an hour early like, yeah, to yeah. training. Like, don't worry about the meeting. Like, oh, goalies don't need to be in the meeting. We're going out an hour early. Just to play head tennis. Oh, mate, it was like all-star head tennis. Like, I'd say, like, Bywater, Weaves, then Kirky come in, then Westy come in, and it's just like, and then me and Kamala on each team, and Adam Davis, yeah. and, uh, but yeah, Lewis Price. Some competitive but then, goalies but then, there as well. Oh, mate, it got... It got it got so serious. It, there was a game where the bit of needle and a uh, few decisions were a bit like, not sure if that one was in, but we'll believe you. Like, and then uh, I think Rhodesy, um, he's, uh, he's been sort of set up for, for the header and we played for his side. So it's like been set up. Someone's added it up and the Rose is coming in with header and Cam's just put his oh, foot no. up. Studs in the face. Studs on the top of the head. Oh. And he's come up and he's like and just blood just squirting out. <laughs> nah. And he's like, whoa, whoa. Just like, like he's going over dizzy and that. But oh weaves just like Rosie, just case I'll be in Altec and like he's come out with Who won the point? <laughs> um now he had to be um Kai boshed after yeah, that for a like, bit. Right, let's, let's actually do some goalkeeping. Now. Yeah. I bet Weaves took it for a bit. Rhodes come out about ten minutes later, just vast on his head. <laughs> he's like, "No, I'll do it. It's fine." And then, like all the way through the session, he's just a bit. Ooh, end up going in. But yeah, Ed tennis was like every day at Wednesday. Like it was almost like um, just just religion. Like yeah. Rhodes loved it. It's like it was like his warm up. Like you don't realize like how much you're actually so working. So much fast feet. Yeah. Uh, he's like, it's the perfect warm-up for a goalkeeping session. Yeah. Um, but no, it was 
it was brilliant like to just sort of like have that camaraderie early yeah. doors bit of needle like don't mind it and but obviously that time it went a little bit far yeah. but accidental it's good though i hope it's so good <laughs> right last one on this right uh save a penalty or score a goal uh save a pen really yeah yeah it's just better L- last like, minute save a pen yeah to, yeah. to guarantee the that, win though uh, i got my head on a on a corner did you go up for one yeah yeah plymouth away um it was it was no good like see, Walt, it was no uh, good you had mike cooper on didn't yeah. you what about the save from waltz's header yeah, early on in the season i thought yeah like if i can get a little bit like that it, n- nothing like it mate it's just a bit of a like oh, i'm up and it just hit my head and just sort of went out but that buzz like you said like, if i did like you never know what would you do like I what is the celebration know. for a goalie if you score a header even, now that I've got short sleeves, I might even take my top off. Yeah, nice. Right, it's just easier to get over the gloves. <laughs> True, yeah. Imagine a long sleeve trying to get over oh, a pair of gloves. Just like, Standing like, on it. <laughs> It'd take you ages. You'd get booked, before, I think, before you Anyone get Anyone who's taking it, like, you've just got to make a decision before you go out to training. Is it a jumper or not? Because yeah. it's just a nightmare to try and take your jumper off. You've oh, just, just got to go with it. Well, I was having this chat last week, but what do you wear in training? See... This changes with everybody, by the way. I like a jumper. Do like, it's a mad baggy, isn't it? Yeah, but the like the the arms are quite tight. Yep. But they're too long. Yeah. So then it's like it starts all rucking up and but like throughout the season I've got more into wet tops. And you're gonna you cut yours. I cut my sleeves off now. But then I put my t shirt on over the top. Right. So you've just got under armour, wet top. T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. back to front. Yeah, just inside out, back yeah, to front, mate. Like it. Probably explains a lot of my mistakes. <laughs> right, uh, I want to go back to your earliest memory, right? Why goalkeeping? And when did you become a goalkeeper? Uh, so we got flyers through at the school, at primary school, to go to a um, sort of like an open trials day at the local um, football team, Handsworth Boys. And... Uh, didn't go as a goalkeeper there was hundreds of kids there from every school like in that area and my mate ended up getting in as a goalie and like we didn't he was like the only one from our school who got in and then sort of like because we'd all sort of put ourselves out there to to go and play for a football team we decided right we'll just all join the same one and there was a new team starting up um in the in the area and Basically, my dad became the the manager, and we all sort of joined it. It was like bottom division, yeah, like yeah. just literally playing Proper for the crack. Like we were nine years old, and like um, a little league, sort yeah, of thing. yeah. Seven aside, like A and B team, like just like having a laugh. And then um, we didn't have a goalie, so my dad's like, "Look, Joe, we haven't got a goalie. First few games, just you had to go in goal, and then we'll swing it round." Like, and never came out. It's mad, like it li- literally, like. It's mad because you, like I say, you just get that, you get into it, then you're like, oh, this is all right. And then the parents are like, oh, player at match, like, Joe, you've done well. And they're like, oh, this is all right. Like, but, and then, yeah, like, it, it just stuck. And, um, funny story, my dad ended up getting suspended for abusing a referee. <laughs> but, tell us more. So, <laughs> so, there was a 16 year old referee learning the game, doing under nines football. One of my mates has been kicked in the head, gone down, holding his head, and the refs played on. My dad ran on the pitch. He's nine years old. Like, yeah, pick the kid up, Christ. Hey, get off the pitch, get off the pitch. I haven't told you you can go on the pitch yet. I mean, dad's getting piss off in yeah. 
other words. Well, uh, now you can swear on this. It's oh, fine, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's been kicked in head. Um, and straight red to my dad, the manager, uh, and he ended up getting a three-month ban from watching me, which was the reason he sort of packed in. Another guy took over for the rest of the season and then the team split. So we were sort of playing like under 10s football, but half of them were nine, half for 10, and then the rest moved up. And my mum ended up becoming the manager. No way. And my dad helping out. So like my mum's like now the manager, which is like, I'm like, what? what's going on here? Dad's turned into club secretary instead. Yeah, uh, first team coach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she took it so serious. Like she's at every meeting, like doing all the badges and stuff like that. And we ended up getting like a couple of promotions and stuff like, like F to E, yeah. e to a E to D, and then um, joined secondary school. And a uh, lad who I met in my tutor uh, in the first year, he's like, Joe, like our goal is on holiday. We play for Greenhill um, in the in the A division. Um, at that time, you had to come down and, and help us out. Went down, played forty five minutes. Manager pulled me off. I thought, what's going on here? He's like. Uh, I want to sign you now. No, I, I, we've got another goalkeeper who's on holiday. Like, that's fine. Like, you'll play half and half, but you won't be here. Like, I'd get six months. And you won't be here. And I'd sign for Sheffield Wednesday by my birthday in December. No way. So it was like, just so like, He saw something fast, then. It was just fast track. Because he <laughs> was at Liverpool as a kid and ended up sort of falling out of the game through his knees and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was good to like have that someone who'd sort of been in and around it and understood it, and then the club secretary was like, like we'll just get scouts down straight away. Like, and I was, I was all aware of this. Like, it was, it was like, but why? Like, yep. I didn't understand. And had you been doing much goalie training? Was it just like your dad taking you in the park? And... So my dad used to do a bit with me, like on, on the sessions, and uh, there'd be other dads who'd help my mum out and stuff like yep. that in, in the other stuff. And then um, we used to go down to where my mate at Hands With Boys he used to do a session with, um, oh my God, I forgot his name, but um, sort of like, oh, <laughs> it's going to bug me that. Because uh, he, he used to be a pro at Sheffield Wednesday for a couple of years. Um, and he works down at the club now, but he used to do like out of, outsource, like goalkeeper yep. training. Um, Poltz, uh, Ian Poulter. Yep. And, um, the golfer. Yeah, <laughs> same name. I used to just go down with him on a Monday night. Yep. And uh, used to bring like some of the lads from Wednesday. Like, um, OD used to come down a few nights and uh, Aaron Jameson. Yep. And then sort of like with that and going through that uh, with, with playing and then moving to Greenhill. Um, yeah. Just, I, that I, specialised training, you must have felt yourself getting so much better. Yeah. And it was, it was weird because you sort of like, there's so much more to it yeah. than just like, oh, I'm just in goal now and ball's coming towards me. But like the, the techniques you learn and the the little extra bits that can just add and add and add to your game. Uh, but yeah, to go from that to, to signing, like literally within, I think it was four or five months. That's crazy. That. Wednesday then, and then it's like, right, Tuesday, Thursday nights, it's like two hour sessions. I'm like, whoa, like... You see, when you first then was made aware of Sheffield Wednesday, you were interested and scouted you. Like, was it like a, a dream? Obviously, being yeah. a Sheffield Wednesday fan yeah. as a young boy. So I was already season ticket older with my dad, and and then obviously for that to come, uh, like straight away as soon as Wednesday, I'm like, well, I'm yeah, I'm going. Like, that's where I want to go. And you saw like you to blinkers on, like that's the only thing you see. Yeah. And then 
the offer uh, the offer came in after six weeks trial um and yeah just signed and, and that was it then like you get your two free season tickets me and my dad are buzzing, <laughs> buzzing like, yeah. uh and yeah you sort of like work your way through and um end up signing my scholarship uh six months earlier than everyone else uh which was like oh like must be doing something like there's me and another lad who found out early and then the rest found out later and then uh yeah went to my scholarship because like you've already mentioned some of the names but Sheffield Wednesday have got a great track record. They're like a club like Cholton as well that really good for goalkeepers. Yeah. They've always brought through young goalkeepers that have ended up featuring for the first team. Like you've mentioned O'Donnell already. Yeah. You, you, we spoke off air about Doors. Yeah. And like you, they've already shown a massive gateway for you, a footpath. No, 100%. I think the so when I was 12 and I did sign for Wednesday, we, we had Billy Mercer and he, Billy used to come in with the young like goalkeepers on a Tuesday night and actually do like a two-hour session. It's like, this is his first-team goalie coach, and yep. he's taking his time out. And he'd come in with OD, and he'd come in with JMO and, um, and help us out. And like you could just talk to him, and he'd be like, yeah, what are you worried about? Like, I can't get the ball off at floor when I'm kicking it. Like, well, try this. And like he took his time out to, to come and do that. And 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 then moving into when, when Rhodesy come in, uh, well, I think I was about 15 at the time, He's then bringing us out of the the day release, uh, coming out of school. And he's like, right, well, if you're coming out of school, then you can come with us straight away. Like, you don't need to go like with, with, with your own age group. Like, this is goalkeeper training. This is what you're going to be exposed We're to. We're specialised anyway. Yeah. And and then, like I said, you, you're around Nicky Weaver. You're around Stephen Bywater, who at the time, like, were these top goalkeepers, big also, men as like, well. Ego, like pouring out of both of them and then Rhodes is on his own like as well like he's another one who's like full of life and me and Cam are going in on on these uh these afternoons and it's like whoa like this is serious like and uh the service has got to be right or you're getting an earful and it's just that sort of like embedding yep. into what the um what the expectation is and what the standards are at an early age which I think really really helped um us you two progress really yeah, quickly, and that's and that's what I think um, helped us both because we got exposed to it so early. We had that understanding already that this is how it needs to be, and if it's not, then words are going to be said. Yeah. Uh, and Rhodesy was he was especially with me like he was brilliant with me, but he was he was also fair like in the sense that if he saw something, he would tell me about it like like this is this ain't right um this is how you should do it this is what i need you to do and yeah it was tough love sometimes but a lot of the time he, he did look after me a lot and i, I owe a lot to him yep. in terms of my progression uh into the first but team like, like you said i know you've mentioned a couple of but you've worked with so many top experienced goalkeepers mm. that have loads of character yeah do you feel like that helped or hindered you at some point because sometimes when you look up to people especially you being a wednesday fan it can be nervous. It can be yeah. daunting. I think. I think the biggest one was was Wester because, in terms of where I was in my career when me and Westy sort of came. Kieran West was. Yes, uh, um, me and Westy came sort of like together. I was second choice. He was first choice, and then it's. it's I took a lot of my game from Wester. We're very similar builds, yep. like, um, and I model a lot of what. I've seen off off him, like I've seen off Kirke, like I've seen off Weaves, like I've seen off Bywater, yeah. like like I've seen off all these like top goalies. 
but in terms of like body shape, I could sort of like um, see more. In you can me. identify, yeah, definitely uh, with Westy. But then it's also hard because he was my nearest competitor in terms of playing. But at the same time, I was a young pro, and I also had that respect for him yeah. that he was the number one. He played for Republic of Ireland how many times, yeah, exactly. and he's played in the Premier League. Um, but then obviously came the time when like manager wasn't fancying him and then I'm in and then Cam's in and then it was all just a bit of a merry-go-round of three of goalkeepers at the same time. Uh, but like you said, to to take, it didn't hinder me. It hindered me in the sense that like sometimes it was hard to look up to him when I was his near, nearest course, competitor. Yeah. But at the same time, I took so much from his game into mine and I took so much from all all four, five, Lewis Price, yep. Adam Davis, who was there at the time, um, OD, like in the earlier days, and and even like Weaves, like we've stuck on as as now he's 21's manager and he's there day to day and we go golfing and like he's just like we just one of the lads, like it's, it, he's literally there for the crack and he, he just don't want to be out of that bubble. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a really good sort of group of top top sort of goalies and yep. then like me and cam were sort of coming into that lovely what, what a place to learn from yeah like really was you like, can take bits from each of their uh, game and develop and your own yeah like fully enjoyable like day to day um in the goalie group like i said lots of um camaraderie with the head tennis and two touch yeah. and like just everything was just a one-liner or a joke with Rhodesy and like it was just really really um light-hearted but then when it come down to work it's like right it's our job yeah this yeah. is what we do it must have been really good though because you got integrated so young in that group of the goalies that when you did then step up and train with the first team you already felt like you had been part of it for a while you'd been in that atmosphere that environment yeah and it, it was it was strange because like cam's job as a second year was to right you need to go up and see roads eh? uh what do you need from us today uh andy um yeah your wheels today okay yeah what time yeah uh, you need this equipment out oh, yeah yeah and then it's like right we need to go and set up but like i never had that job oh, because nice. there wasn't a under 18s goalkeeper at the time um and then cam went up and did his pro and then uh, mark crossley come in who i forgot to mention uh who of course is another top One goalie as well. oh um and he was my my, my goalie coach for one year one-on-one -on -one, like which was mental like i literally he left chesterfield when sheridan got sacked yep. looking for a bit of work and yeah coming to wednesday for one year had me one-to-one -one, and then subsequently that sort of led on to me joining barnsley and getting my chance yep. in first team football so yep. uh what a guy like yep. yeah, i remember he got um he got pulled into got pulled into the office by the academy manager because he was uh i think he was doing something with the under 14s goalies and he was like see what it is lads like the ball you need to be gentle with the ball <laughs> yeah like, you've got to feel like it's a woman's breast oh no yeah <laughs> he's giving it all this one uh but yeah um what, what a guy mate like, and i still see him now I still speak to him now he Legend. does his golf days yeah. and he's, he's walking uh which is obviously a brilliant course um and uh, yeah, he does like, get invited to all the golf days, and you, know, you see some of the people going like John Parking and that, and uh, some Dean, stories there, Dean yeah. Saunders, and uh, yeah, like it's just Kirky's there. But yeah, no, it's um, 
a lot, a lot of big, big egos, a lot, a lot of big sort of big goalies. Yeah, like, just big goalies. Big, big guys, goalies, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, to learn off and uh, I'm really privileged to have been in that position. Yeah. Uh, then to go to making your debut for Sheffield Wednesday, I think you kept a clean sheet against Bolton. Uh, league. Yeah, first in league, league start. Yeah, league uh, start. Oh, sorry, that was my first league clean sheet. So I made, so I went to Barnsley at the end of the year before, played against you. Yep. Um, that was my league debut. Um, and then I came back, played in the Capital One Cup um against mansfield uh we won that and then we played burnley away the saturday before the tuesday we played bolton um and then we lost 3-1 there but um and then that was my first clean sheet and i remember uh there was there was one moment in that game i was absolutely shit i i was i couldn't kick the ball like it was like I don't know what it was but it was so like greasy like it was just a greasy night like the pitch was soaking wet I remember I got one back on my um, my left foot and I've just gone to like put it up the line and I've hooked the life out of it and it went straight to Sam Hutchinson in the hole. He just turned and like walked and like passed it out. I was like, oh, decent. And Hutch, just, like turned it was a good pass. And Hutch just turned around and went, great pass, mate. Like he knew for a fact that I did not mean a single bit of it. But I just played the old reverse uh, whip around the corner. Yeah, oh, but to get a clean sheet, it was just like, oh, like Okay, settle like, down there. Yeah. Sometimes it's just star things like that. It's either a man of the match performance you know, yeah. you find, or it's the first clean sheet. Yeah. And you just go, I can do it. Yeah. I can. I need to settle down now. 100%. 100%. Because it, it weren't even like, I was just like, I was just like on edge the whole game. Yeah. I was just like, I just need to get through it, just get through it. Like, And then like, as soon as that whistle goes, like, right, clean sheet. Okay, just move on to that next one. Yeah. Now. Uh, which it was a great season, to be fair. Like, in, like we got the playoffs, and Westy got injured a, a few times. Obviously, not great for him, but in terms of my development, that was really good for uh, to get those chances and 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 the cup run, which was was great. Got to play at some great stadiums against great teams. So um, yeah, that, at that sort of like young age, I was I think I was only nineteen, and to be exposed to all that and yeah. at, your, at your boyhood club as well. Yeah, like it was just great. Like I was just sort of like right, this is like really happening and. Yeah. Uh, it was sort of that time where I need to just like, right, okay, like, now I just need to kick on. Before we do the quiz, did you have one moment that you thought, yeah, this is it? Did you have like one game, one training session that you thought, you know what, I've got to take, this is proper now? Uh, the Arsenal game. Yeah. Uh, it was on the telly, um, third round of the cup, and like, just they put all the big guns out. And I was just like, oh, wow, like, uh, Czech was playing in goal, and then I think they had like Walcott, Giroud, and Oxley Chamberlain up front. Uh, they had um, Soz, uh, Debushi, Mertzaka, all like all played. I was like, oh my, like Hleb was in uh, Flamini. Sorry, was in yep. the middle. I was like, oh, I. And we we dicked them three nil, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like I had one save to make. I thought I was going to be the busiest goalkeeper yeah, of ever. Yeah, sure you would do. And I was like, I had one save, and it was from Mertzaka, like the most unlikely source. And I was like. Like, this don't happen. Like, the, like what are the chances? I think Oxlade-Chamberlain went off after 10 minutes. Walcott went off after 15 minutes. I'm like, they don't fancy it. <laughs> they don't fancy it. We've got them. Uh, and then, uh, no, it was, uh, and then, like, it was just great. Like, just great cup run. Yeah. Got to the quarters and obviously lost to Stoke. But just, like I said, just exposure at that age to Unbelievable, to that sort of football was, was, was brilliant. Right, what's your goalkeeping knowledge like anyway? 
What a save from Mark Howard. If from you, what I've listened to, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Cor correct, one point. <laughs> yeah, uh, time for goalie or no goalie now. We've already mentioned Selsey. Selsey getting another is. shout out here, mate, for being fuming at the quiz. <laughs> I did not rig it up. You were just not very good on your day, mate. Uh, so I've got some five good scores in there. By yeah, the way. some good scores. By the way, these are all just played like last week. I've not looked at yeah. any of them. Well, you should have. <laughs> right. I don't think it normally matters, to be fair. So like you said, so you have five current international goalkeepers and five uh, made up names from around the world. Uh, head over to YouTube and follow our leaderboard. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, it's one point for each correct answer, yeah? Brilliant. Right, number one, Elia Benedettino. Italian. You could look at me as much as you want. Yes. Uh, Elliot. Elliot. Elia. Elia. Benedettino. Teeny? Teeny? We'll go teeny. Uh, goalie. He is a goalkeeper. He's the San Marino goalkeeper. That's a great guess. Good start. I did think... There's so Malta, many curveballs. Mm. That yeah, sort nice. of area, yeah. Well, you might get another one then. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Benjamin Bolt. No goalie. It's uh, Ben Affleck's real name, so yeah, oh, he's definitely not a enough. goalkeeper. Here he is. He's ben sure. Affleck, yeah. yeah. His body's all right, isn't it? Yeah, he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a couple of quid as well. <laughs> right, number three, Gabriel Arias. Goalie. He's on fire. <sighs> Chile and racing club keeper. Nice. Free at free. Flying. That Lawrence's um, enemy for Chile. <laughs> Could be. I, I have no, absolutely no idea, mate. Who does he play for? Uh, racing club. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. Number four. Momadou Jalal. Goalie. He is British rapper, oh. singer, Jay Huss. Fair enough. Momadou Jalal. Jalal. see that coming. No. It's a tough one to pronounce yeah. as well. Cheers. Right, number five, Peter Quill. Peter Quill. No goalie. It's not a goalkeeper. He is a Chris Pratt's character in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen it, so... You've done well then yeah. to guess that he hasn't played in goal in that film. <laughs> Right, number six, Dale Coling. Goalie. He is a goalkeeper. You're on fire here. Malta and Lincoln Red Imps. Uh, literally 
Yeah. Lincoln Vadims. Yeah. Playing Gibraltar, I think. At number seven, Mert Gunuk. No goaler. He is a goalkeeper. Oh. He has come to Besiktas, goalkeeper, and Turkey. Is that the real Besiktas? The real Besiktas. Yeah. 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 He plays for Turkey as well. Right. Five, you're on out of seven. He's still on to beat Selzy's score. Yes. That's what that's you wanted. All I want. That's yeah. all you targeted. Right. Number eight, Georgius Paniatou. Did I butcher that? Yeah. Can you say it again? Georgius Paniatel. Can you uh, spell it, please? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, uh, I, can, I can. Georgius Paniatel. No I say goal there. through a grimace face. Yeah, thank God you said that because it's singer Boy George. Uh, George Michael, sorry. Boy George. George Michael. Oh, yeah. is he uh, of. Um, is that Cypriot? Yes. It, yeah. yeah. I've put it in because I saw his name. I was like, that sounds like the most Cypriot or Greek goalkeeper. Yeah. And I've butchered his name and apologies. Uh, I've just killed that one. Right, number nine, Santiago Rojas. Goalie. He is a goalkeeper, mate. Paraguay and Tigre. GK. Just sounded familiar. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just a great name as well, isn't it? Santiago Rojas. Good looking fella, isn't it? Hmm. Mugshot. Right, and num number 10. Is this to beat Salsa? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, you're on seven. You're equal to him. Number 10, Shamik Moore. No goalie. Oh, he's got it. He is the voice of Miles Morales in the new Spider-Man film across nice. the multiverse. Yeah, eight out of 10, mate. That's, that's cracking effort. Unlucky Salsa. Yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be phoning me. He'll be blaming me that you've got eight there. There he is. It, it, it'll be phoning me going, yeah, I would have got all the goalies there. Oh, happy with that. Yeah. Snuck in above him. Happy. Love that. Right. So, uh, like I said, being born in Sheffield, right, I wanted to talk about the two football clubs. I'm not going to compare them, uh, but it's it's mad how two huge giants of football clubs are so separated in one city. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, so many cities have just that one team, like, like I said, Leeds have that one team and um, Newcastle have that one yeah. team. Uh, obviously, Manchester's a bit different, bit bigger, but for for a, a city like Sheffield to have such two, two such big uh, fan bases and followings, um, I mean, it's only, it's only good for the, for the city that, like I said, Sheffield United have just got back into the Premier League yeah. and, Obviously, Wednesday went up last season, which which always helps for sort of morale. Because when it's when also good for the fan base, yeah. you know, like the new fan base. Because 100%. obviously, Sheffield United in more recent times have been more successful. Yeah. So younger fans at schools and stuff might support United more. Where Definitely. Wednesday getting a promotion now should help that. Definitely, and I think there there is a lot of um, ingrained sort of like you support Sheffield Wednesday and you support Sheffield United and. Uh, I come from sort of like a mixed family where my dad's Wednesday and mum's United, like all her side of Sam. Well, her dad was United, her mum was Wednesday. It, it's such a like, um, it's ju it's just how it is yep. sometimes in Sheffield. And um, me and my dad used to go to watch obviously Wednesday, and, and like it's just it's just good for I think the sort of mood of the city yep. when both teams are They're doing well. They're such fierce rivals as yeah. well, but like. Like Liverpool Everton, the families are so split anyway. Yeah. That is so weird because away from the matches, 
It's all fine. They all, they're all fine. Yeah. The city's unbelievable. It's a great place to live. But then as soon as they play each other. As soon as they play each other, yeah. it's the fierce of, of rivalries. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's very, very sort of, it's just a split. It's just a complete split. You couldn't say that one team's got more than the other. It's just it's just the way it is. In school, do you play Wednesday v United, like the kids? It was weird. So like, in school, I'd say I was more, like where I grew up was more Sheffield United side yeah. of, of the city. But, but yeah, you, you could literally play Wednesday v United because you knew that half would be Wednesday, half would be half United. Split, it'd be a good game We, had a, we well. had a random kid who was QPR fan. Like, it was just so random. Like, you're not even from London. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, my dad's from London. Like, yeah, but you're in Sheffield now. Like, come on. But there's not many in Sheffield who are like, I'm a Man U fan. Yep. Like, when you sort of like drift out, like Chesterfields and yep. sort of like these smaller towns, like you get more like glory supporters. But... Yeah, when you're in Sheffield, it's like it's one or the other. Like, not many will support either or. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's 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 great for the city that both teams are doing well. Um, Do you think Wednesday could go up again? Uh, I think I think that it's just a weird one because obviously they just got rid of Darren Moore. Yeah, it's, and a strange it's just one, a bit of turmoil at the club now again. Um, but the the chairman has his ways of of doing things, and I'm sure he'll. He'll get someone in place before the start of the season, but um, yeah, I mean, they were the three teams that went up from League One last season. Sort of were adrift from the rest. Yep. Um, so I, I do see all three teams doing doing well in the championship. So yep. um, it'd be good to see them doing well. And if they could get up again, that's great. But, and that's the overall like goal for the chairman. That's what he wanted when we came in and. We obviously had the two playoff runs and didn't quite get it over the line, and we sort of paid for that with the with the point deductions. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's it's great for the 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 overall city. Just hopefully do a bit more sustainable. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think it's it's weird because both clubs are a bit sort of like yeah the, in turmoil the, at the moment. The they are yeah, both in Sheffield United is just a bit like yep. what's going on. So yeah, once everything gets sort of settled, I think people yep. can chill out a bit more and, and what, enjoy it. What was it like to leave Wednesday eventually? You played over 100 games for your, your club. What, yeah. what, was there mixed feelings when you left? Was you ex- I know you'd be excited about joining a new club, but did you also harbour any grudges? Or um, I think it was time to go. Um, I was there a long time. Yep. I was there longer than I wasn't there. Yeah. In terms <laughs> crazy. of my life, like, it was, was meant. Oh, your Falls- goalkeeping journey yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. So there was a lot of memories there, a lot of uh, a lot of learning and and sort of like becoming the goalkeeper I am and then it was just more like right well I've learned all this I just need to go out now and show it yep. and the fact that I got the opportunity to do that straight away uh, at Derby this year has been been class to be fair uh, and what about your loan moves then like you, you've already mentioned the Barnsley one and uh, yeah. Alfreton as well so Alfreton was um, due to me getting sent off in my under uh, so it was final year of my scholar and um I got a bit mouthy to a linesman, got sent off, and yeah, it was a whole thing. And basically, I got banned for the last three games of the under eighteen season. Um, I remember Kirky coming to see me. He's like, "Right, this is what you need to do. You need to go and see." Stuart Gray was the manager at the time. He's like, uh, "Yeah, you've signed your new deal, but like, you've just shown him that you might not be trusted, like all like this." And it's like, "What you need to do? You need to go and knock on his door." Oh no! Like basically, like, like this is not me. Like I need you to like apologize. Understand. Yeah, like understand that 
Uh, it was a rush of blood, and this is not like how I conduct myself on the pitch normally. It was the heat of the moment, blah, blah, blah. So I absolutely sweat. I'm like, oh, my God, like, knocking on his door. Like, I've never Shaking. I'm, I'm like, what am I, 17? Like, I'm just like, nah. Uh, sorry, 18. And I literally walked. He's like, right, son, like, what's up? Like, oh, God, I just, like, come to speak to you about, like, obviously what happened at weekend. And he's like, well... Obviously, it just puts a little bit of a like red flag out there for me and stuff like this. He's like, I'm like, oh, like nothing like this will ever happen again. Like, and he's like, okay, son, like, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Come out, because I had it going. Like, oh yeah, it went all right. And then literally two days later, Rhodesy rang me up. He's like, right, uh, I've rang Nicky Law. Uh, you're going out for for the rest of the season, like men's football in and around it. Um, That's class. That just like. want, uh, they just want you to sort of go in, put a bit of pressure on. Um, who was it? Um, John Warsnop was the goalie, uh, Spider. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is it, uh, they want, want to put a, like, keep him on his toes a little bit. They were second in National League. I was like, oh, ledge, like, get Class, what, what loan that is um, from a youth team. They lost 11 of the last 13. <laughs> I was like, we finished mid-table. It was mental. But uh, to be fair, towards the end of the season, uh, Nicky Law gave him my debut, uh, played in Hereford's last ever game, like, before they went, like, slightly yeah. bust and then yeah. sort of come back. Uh, like in front of like three and a half thousand, I was like buzzing. I was like, oh, this is class. Like, um, being out on loan, you get a proper buzz yeah. for first team football, yeah. Don't you? A proper and, buzz. And then I come on off the bench in the last game of the season against Macclesfield. Um, and then yeah, went back. And then I was like in first team football. Um, I think Cam Cam went out, Cam went to Alfreton the next season and um, played like the first half of the season. Um, while I was sort of like third choice, sort of travelling around, and then uh, uh, Norm rang Rhodes up. It was like uh, Dave has gone down injured. Um, need a goalie. It's like okay. Yeah. It's like we need. We want Joe. Like that's class. I worked that. with Joe like a year. Want him and uh, Lee Johnson sort of backed uh, Norm and uh, yeah, brought me in. Played two games. Played against Bristol City, uh, Ashton Gate. Uh, drew two two, and then played against you guys. Oh well, which was like obviously a massive local derby and huge game. Now. All my mates are in the crowd behind me, like Sheffield United fans, and give me absolute pelters. But what like, was the score that day? Two 0 You you beat us, Did, yeah. So I think Terry Kennedy, the centre back, scored, and he's from Barnsley and all his family. And when he scored, he ran to celebrate in front of his dad, and his dad's sticking two fingers up at him. Class. Love it's it. a proper like weird story. <laughs> yeah. I'd had an epidural the week before. That's the only reason why I remember that game. Yeah. I'd like missed a few games and like my back had gone and I had an epidural and I came back for that game and my back was fused. I couldn't move. And then I think I had a quite pretty quiet game. I think I only made one save. Yeah, like I don't think we were we were really in it. Yeah, you were up there as well. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We we were like, on a mad run, like we'd like come right up the league and then uh it sort of like tapered off and we ended up missing out on playoffs. But um but yeah, I just remember been in that game and Matty Dunn yeah. I got a pass back to me and I don't know why I did it I chopped him I, <laughs> nice, like, I love all that I was like what am I doing and I'm, I'm like I'm not aware of where he is if he's like turned quick and I just like oh I just kicked it as far as I could <laughs> did something brilliant and oh, then panic yeah but uh that was uh that was like my like Nicky Law was like at Alfred and was like oh my god this is old school like manager coming in absolutely rinsing everyone like this ain't good enough like literally went around every single player like nailing them and then lee johnson like 
he's kicking bins around <laughs> and I'm like we had like these black sort of um they were like school bins like with, that you put the bin bags over and that they've got the little lid we had them for kit by, kit um like where you put your dirty kit he's coming out after I just booted that in that game like well, I think we're one nil down he's like this ain't good enough <laughs> Oh, I just literally yeah, rinsing I, everyone. Angry, angry as well. And I was like, oh my God. But that is, it's, it's just what you need. It's and the then, sort of and stuff then, you do need, yeah. And then, like I say, um, it was Marcus, um, Ross Turnbull was there as well. Another yeah. big goalie. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he was just like, sort of like, walking around with his, with his back out, seized up everywhere. But what a guy, mate. And then Dave, obviously, I knew from Wednesday before. And uh, Chris Dibble was there as well. Uh, Big Dibbs, the nicest guy yeah. in the world. Chris we Dibble, were, uh, massive shout we out. Wrexham, Wrexham, yeah. He's yeah. the scratchiest, most allergic person I've oh. ever met, but the nicest person. Yeah. He's allergic to grass, and, isn't he? And he dives on it. Yeah. <laughs> Is he actually allergic well, to grass? that's what we say. Yeah, he's just flaring up He flares up all the time. <laughs> he's honestly one of the, uh, probably the nicest person I think I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, he, he ain't mate. got a bad bone in no, him. No, no, I really enjoyed Dibs. Yeah, he's funny as well. Isn't Big he? sweaty man on a night out as well. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a sweaty man. He wears a great chest sized trouser as well. He wears his shorts so high. Oh, like up here. <laughs> Class, what a guy, man. Yeah. Uh, did you have any horrible initiations? Yes. Um, so I had to sing twice at Wednesday. I had to. Why? Uh, so, we had a, uh, so as a scholar, we had a Christmas uh, dinner. We had to sing for our dinner. That was in duets. So me and Cam sang Robbie Williams' Angels. Uh, oh, I literally... Butchered. Yeah, but I carried him. Oh, nice, Massively. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still regret... Like, he's still like, no, nah, no, nah, you didn't. But I did. <laughs> Won us both 50 quid as well. Dave Jones, 50 quid each to win us. So yeah. he owes me 50. Um, and then... Um, which I went straight to Meadow Hall and spent yeah, in my scholar days. Straight so away. Like, oh, some real New my petrol for week. <laughs> but um and then my actual initiation, we went to Slovenia for a pre-season tour because uh, Milan Mandrich was the owner at the time. And uh Enrique Inglesius, hero, mm. butchered. Yeah. Um again wasn't as bad as Cam's because he got <laughs> Food thrown at him, and oh yeah, oh, he, he sang um, Ronan Keating roller coaster. Oh no! But like, didn't know the words, and they made him sing again the night after. He had to sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It's just not good enough. Is it? That, 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 that's degrading. <laughs> that guy. That's bad. That. But I, f I believe he's got better with mm. age. Okay. Um, We're calling like, you out. I'd like, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Sending um, a voice note. Yeah. Prove it. And then. Uh, England was the worst. Yeah, I can imagine this a is a brutal environment. A.D. Boufroyd, manager. It was his, I think it was his first or second time that he had the team. And he was like, right, none of this like big time stuff. If you're new to the team, you've got to sing. I was like, there's seven of us. And we went away to Holland, uh, sorry, Germany, um, to play in a tournament. Uh, and all the teams were in the same hotel. And we were all in the same dinner hall. Yeah. So he's like, right, we're here for seven nights. We'll have one singer a night. Who wants to go first? I was like, stuff it. Get your hand up. Get get it out of the way. And because obviously I'd seen it at um, at Wednesday, like, like chairs out, banana in my hand as a mic, like as you do. He was all over it. He was like, yeah, love it, Joe. I love your preparation. Like, <laughs> and... Um, I sang uh, Reach for the Stars by oh, S Club, S -Club 7. 7. What a tune. And just like 
got everyone going and like all the Germans are in that corner, all the Turkish in and the Dutch are in and they're like, what the fuck's the English doing yeah. in the corner? It, it was literally the corner, Brits Abroad. It? it was yeah. Brits Abroad, karaoke in the corner. and but uh, You'd have loved that you were the first to put your hand up as well, just get it over every and Every time with. I've bumped into him since, it's like, before I tell anyone about like what uh, what a goalie you are or anything like that, he got up in front of 100 people and sang like... <laughs> And that's the best thing I could ever want. <laughs> I was like, decent. Not a bad goalie as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, cheers. But no, uh, I got on with AD, to be fair. Yeah. He was, he was in his own sort of world a bit, but like, yeah, I really enjoyed him. Class, right. Uh, before we carry on, then, let's talk some gloves. Hi, this is Matt Smith, and this is the glove review on the Yours Mine Away podcast. Yeah. Uh, what gloves are you currently wearing? I'm in the uh, Adam Cells um, <laughs> Total Contacts. This is the new uh, the new style, the new range. What size do you wear? These are a nine and a half, um, which he sent out to me for the last sort of couple of games of the season. Um, but they're a little bit tighter uh, in and around the finger uh, inside, so uh, I think I'll be a, a ten next year yeah. going up in the world. What do you look for in a glove? Um, Very v- random, vague questions, many answers. Confidence. I think just knowing that they're never going to be a problem for me and that I don't have to worry about them. No excuses in your gloves. Yeah, like I'm just thinking, oh my God, I haven't washed my gloves. Or, or like they, they might be slippy today because it's rained a little bit or like it's too dry. Like They're just going to be like really light, sort of smooth. And like, You never sort of like get problems with it. And they're quite durable. Like I, I, I'm one, I'm not a, a new pair of gloves every, I was gonna ask every this, yeah. now. How many games? Four. I think they've had two games yeah. already. And like to be fair, like they're not bad. I mean, they're I, in I very might, good condition. You'll wear not, them for the first week. I don't, I don't know if I've had much doing them. To be fair, um, but yeah, one nil and a nil nil in them. Uh, but yeah, um, I could wear them for four, five, six games yeah. if if they're still in good nick, and then they'll just come into training gloves. Then I, uh, I was saying this last week that the gloves are that good now from Celtic that you end up. It's your training pairs that die quicker. Yeah, they do. So no, then you end up moving your match pair down just because your training pair's gone. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'll get another pair out for matches. But like, I, I, realistically, like, I don't, I don't like new gloves. Like after two days build up, like I might wear them on a Tuesday, wash them on a Wednesday, and then I'll wear them on the Friday, and then wash them on the Friday, and then that'll be they'll be ready for the game if it's a brand new pair. Yep. And then then they'll just be match match pairs and I'll just keep sort of refreshing How, how do you them. look after your gloves? Yeah, I just, I just refresh them sort of through the week like because I know they're going to be sat there drying until out. Friday and then play on Saturday. I'll, um, on a Monday when I get in, I'll give them a quick wash and then before I leave on a Tuesday because I know Wednesday is going to be, to be fair, the heat is at Derby's train, in the training, um, in the changing room at the training ground. Uh, they just blast the heaters out. Do they? Yeah. Like, it's dry up. I'm like, nah. Kit so, room's my favourite place. The kit room... Because it's I always got that like environment of like, damp, wet yeah, washing machine. I know what you mean. But then sometimes I find that they just grab gloves and put them in the washing machine. Yeah. I'm just like, nah, I can't Sit have them. Sit on a radiator. Yeah. Um, so I like to keep them, keep them close. Yeah. Until games and then the kit man can have them. And then he's trusted. Yeah. You trust them? Yeah, see, I still don't trust. Yeah, I trust it's my own match gloves. I can't, what, I can't what, let he, them go. He had one, uh, one incident this, this season, but... Um, he got lucky because, to be fair, like the gloves weren't in bad nick, but they were my training pair. Yeah, uh, and he forgot to bring my match pair, but they were fine. Yeah, yeah. Did you give him a bit? Mm. Yeah, let him know. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, it has yeah. to be done. I, don't, I still, 
my gloves is the only thing I won't trust. I could, I could put on a different pair of boots for games, shin pads, flip flops, anything like that. My gloves, I have to take them myself. I, I remember, um, I just, uh, I was wearing Nikes all the way up to, we played Ipswich at home. And then one of the lads come in and was like, oh, they've sent me the wrong size boots in these Pumas. This was like on the day of the game in the morning. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you can have them, Joe, if you want. Like, yeah, they're my size. Like, I just wore them in the game. Like, and they were good as gold. Were they, yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, these are class. And I still wear them now. Yeah. Like, literally converted. He just, he converted you to Puma by yeah, accident. by accident. And now he has to get me loads of boots. That's all right, isn't it? Works he's, that he's well for you. sponsored by Puma. I'm yeah. like, oh, if you get them for no, yeah. like, help, help a brother out. Yeah, surely. Puma, if you're listening, Joe wants boots, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> right, have you got any weird superstitions? Anything goalkeeping-wise that you do that's weird? I wouldn't say... Any, I won't say I've got superstitions. I just put my towel on the same side of the goal. Yeah, you put a towel I, I don't on the goal. It, I don't, sorry, I don't Ooh. put it on the goal. It's at the side of the goal, but it's always on the right side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other, I don't really do much. Yeah. I, I heard like people put the right glove on left. Yeah, glove. yeah. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Stuff like that. What about warm ups though? Do you do like the same warm up every week? Depends how I feel. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll chop it down a little bit if it's like three games in a week or. But, um, um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't read too much into stuff. I remember Rhodesy was because Rhodesy's the most suspicious, uh, superstitious man ever. Like he, it was at the Bolton game, and um, because I'd had crosses put in from the left hand side for the Burnley game, it was like, oh, um, do you want me to go out on the left again? Like put crosses in. I went, oh, I don't matter. Like. Because we were warmed up on that right side, I just put them from free and then we walk over. He's like, "What? Like, yeah, but you had it from there at, at the Burnley game, like, so like, it's fine, like, don't matter." It's sometimes <laughs> it, it, that's the the best way to be. It's just go. Well, it don't matter what I did last week because this week's a different game. Yeah. It's like, you know, like when you watch too much video analysis and you look too much into it, you're like trying to predict things instead of just concentrating on each yeah, individual I think thing. It's, I think it's a lot with like like free kicks and use the wall. Oh, he, he goes wall side a lot. He goes yep. wall side a lot, and then you're thinking, oh, he's going over the wall, he's going step, over the wall, and, he and then you get done there. It's like sometimes it's better to just like right, he can he can go over the wall, but like if he puts it over the wall yep. realistically and it's in the top corner, it's got to be some free kick, and like if he beats you, he beats you. Yeah, uh, but I just think like like you say, if you you can look far too much into stuff, and do, do you like video analysis work? Um, I like to be aware of what's coming to a point. I don't want like bombarded with like, he takes shots from here, here, yeah, here, yeah. here like, but um, no, I like to like, so you might have a free, free kick taker who's got different technique. You might just be like a literally a straight run smash, smash it, yeah. rather than like a curler. Yeah. And especially like penalties, you have a little look at penalties and yeah. stuff like that. And See, I love looking at penalties. I get like obsessed with it. Like I'm like looking like into it. Like I'm like, oh, uh, we, um, Against Accrington Stanley earlier on in the season, uh, Sean McConville, he, um, we looked at his penalties before the game and uh, basically it was so like, we, we basically decided that it was going to be my left hand that he was going to go, like, that's his go-to. But like I literally was just looking at the penalties, I was like, but when he goes to the right hand, he takes this little set step outwards to then whip and I was like, but oh, I don't know. I didn't even mention it to Andy. Yeah. Like, I was just like, Sierra Phil. Yeah. And I've seen him do it like on just before he started. I'm like, oh, stuff it. I'm doing it. 
and he literally just put it there and I caught it. Oh no, I cherished it. And then uh, I'm out on the floor, I'm giving it this one and all this. And then uh, to be fair, I literally threw it out, kicked it up the field. Their big meter just went bang, straight over the top of Kurt Davis and uh, him and... Um, I think it was James Chester at the time that sort of come together and another penalty. Oh, no. But he did the same again with the little step. And I've just gone big, right hand again. And he put it wide on that side. No way. So, like, so you had the read on him then, yeah? I had the both reads on him. And I, I, was, I had him on toast in the game. He's like, let's come Head towards the end gone. of the game. Like it's 3 0 to us. And I'm picking did you tell him after the game? No, I didn't say it up to him. But um, he. Um, he was like coming to close me down. I was like leaving the ball at my feet and stuff. And shit he's, out of he, he's giving me some like shit in uh, in his scouse accent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're, you're decent at penalties to be fair. <laughs> Class. <laughs> I, there's nothing better than a bit of shit out of especially if you've saved a penalty. I always go straight up to him and go, I knew he was going to do that. Do you know why? And tell him exactly why I knew why. Because it's in their head then for yeah. the next penalty. Yeah. Because they're like, oh no, goalkeepers are looking at it. Yeah. Like, the way that they like throw their arm or the yeah. way they step up or... Even like the fact of like touching a boot. Mm. If I look at all the weird crappy bits, I think, yeah, I've got you here. I think the big one, Flavs, uh, Daryl Flaharvin was massive into that. Like, what a coach, by the way. Oh, next level. Like detail. Yeah. Where, where did you, did you have him? So I went in, before I signed for uh, Scunthorpe, I went and trained with him at Wigan. Oh, what a good coach. Mate, he's like such a good guy as well, like away from football. Like, But then like when it's, fo- like it's you're in training, it's like bang. And then that's when that's when Campy come in, another goalie. Obviously, I actually bumped into Campy uh, in Portugal uh, a couple of weeks ago. I had a coffee with him. What a guy, mate! Great guy. Um, All goalies are. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, yeah. He, he, it was. Uh, I lost so much weight. Yeah, His sessions, mate. Like two so and a half hard. hours long. It was like you do your session for an hour and a half. You join the team, and they're like, right, we didn't finish our session, so we're going to go back over for half an hour. It's like, but it was like. It was so like every week was so different because of who we were playing. Yep. And it was like, right, they've got a winger on the right. He cuts in all the time. Left, uh, the right winger, he's rolled to a right foot, but he's more down the line and he'll stand it up. And but you just do that specific stuff. Everything like that. I remember doing that with him, yeah. But no, it was, uh, I did a preseason and it was tough. Yeah. Like you said, you'd oh. go and do like half an hour shooting with the strikers and then he'd be like right we're going to go and Back finish up. off our sets instead of just going lads look a bit tired you've done a lot of dive set he'd be like I've put a session on we're going to finish this it this is the plan yeah, yeah I, I need to finish it yeah, yeah. We, had, we, we had heart rates on as well at that time it was like through the roof yeah like, the sports science was like nah this is mental it's a lot but but yeah he was um, he was really good like the, to be fair the coaches we, that I've had like with Rhodesy and uh, Weaves come in for a bit, then Flavs, and then back to Weaves, and then uh, we had Basso last year, Adriano Basso, yeah. uh, who was just like intensity levels, like were just like um, sort of through the roof. Like he just wanted everyone to be like sort of super fit, and but in a good way, like yeah. he wouldn't like functional fit. Yeah, and I think he sort of got used to it because it was his first job and stuff like that. And but like towards the end, like he was just like. I just want you to sort of fly in. Like, he's literally just had us both. Me and Bailey were just like, it's just like sort of uh, plyometric sessions every day. Yeah. Like, but uh, no, I've really enjoyed like sort of like seeing all the different sides of the coaches I've worked with and then like the goalkeepers who've come in along the way and you see and... Do you like to structure your week now that you, you obviously after such a, uh, you've played every game this season was, and 
Do, do you tape tape how you train? It was um, it was more of it, it was more of a learning curve for me this season because because I've never played every every game in a season and sort of like churning out the games. Yep. It was um, like Andy was great with me to be fair. Like Warrington, he was like like just sort of worked through it with me. He's like, Let's see how you feel. Like speech in the morning. Yeah, I don't. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. Like we can taper it down. We can do a bit more on these days and. Like, is there anything you want to specifically work on? And uh, I just think a big thing, especially with with uh, uh, the gaffer uh, now at Derby, he's just like, I just want you to come. Like, I just want you to come for everything. Like, I don't care if it's on the edge of the 18. Like, just come. Like, if you miss it, don't care. He'll take responsibility. But just come for the next one. Yeah. Like, just keep coming. Because if you, like, he's like, uh, I remember I come for a, um, I think we're playing Cambridge at home. And we're winning one nil, and they were like sort of pumping it on us a little bit, and we were getting a bit like, oh, and they had a, a wide free kick, and he's literally just laced it, and it was like just inside the eighteen. I've just come, and I think Joe Ironside's like took my legs as well. I've just landed on the floor, and then the ref blew his final whistle, oh. and Gaff is like, oh, <laughs> nice. I celebrated it like a goal and all that. It's just me coming for a cross. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, good. Like, and and to be fair, like as the season's gone, because I wouldn't really said that before this season. I was like one of those goalkeepers would like, right, yeah, I'm coming for this. Like, I didn't really have that sort of like, not get up and go to to do it, but more the confidence. Yeah, but because someone just it. come to you and go, like, just do it. Yeah. Like, so what if you miss it? Like, you'll come for the next one and you get that one. Yeah. It's like, but it's just been. Um, just been brilliant with me yep. like literally just sort of let me and Andy get on with it like as long as you're proactive you see you play what you see come for crosses you're always going to make like any goalkeeper can make saves make but saves, if yeah. you're making big saves like even better and yeah just just keep doing what you're doing Class. Uh, but yeah no, I couldn't, couldn't speak highly enough of the coaching staff at the minute yeah uh, what's your release away from football uh family yeah uh especially with the the new little one um she just turned one um, nice. in April, so uh, she's been a handful. Yeah, but now uh, she—I tell you what—she's been good as gold. Uh, she's she's happy. She's she's playful. She's. Do you find that uh, your football life is it's benefited from your yeah, family life? It's 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 change. mad because my outlook on on football now is completely different, and like I'm doing it for them now. Yeah, like, I'm not doing it just for me or like anything like outsourced it's literally like this is my family yep got my got my uh my, my partner sean and my little girl sienna now and literally like every, that is for them now like i'm providing for them their life our lives together and and it's not i say it's an added pressure but it's something that you want to do and you strive to do you want to make them proud of you and it's, yep. it's just different like obviously you'll you'll yep. understand and 100 but that like, you don't realize that until until you got a little one like it's uh, football when i had kids became a bit more fun because i i could separate like at home i was like dad i had a role a responsibility and i could go and be stupid and goofy and yeah. big kid at football but i also then it made me go if i did anything wrong that like made a mistake in trainer and games i'd just then go what do my kids think yeah, Are they still I heard you say on the on the previous pods like it's literally, and, and you know what? I've actually, I've used that because it is such a, it's just a down to earth. It's like oh, it, in the grand scheme of things, yep. she does not have a clue nah. of what you've just done or, who, or, or what people call. think of it. She's just looking at you, going, oh, "That's my dad." Yeah, exactly. And he's gonna pull a funny face, or he's gonna make me laugh. 
Chase oh, he's me gonna, he's gonna change my nappy and wipe my bum. Yeah. Like it's literally that's all it is at home. Yeah. And it, like I say, it's 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 the perfect sort of balance of you can go to work, do what you do, and then you've got that escape release yeah. of this is my family and use that to sort of build you up and build you up and, and perform again in football. That's it, yeah, right. And then finally, right, uh, I ask everyone this question now, but what does the goalkeeper's union mean to you? Because everyone's answer is slightly different. Uh, it's a support system in terms of everyone in that union. I could go to any one of the lads and I know they'd help me out and I know that any other goalkeeper could come to me and I would do my best to try and help them out. And nothing more has shown me that than this year. Uh, big up to Scott Loach. Like, seriously, what a guy. Like, I genuinely couldn't speak high enough of the guy. Like, he's come in, when he the first day he signed, he come up to me and he just went, I am here for you. Ledge. And he says, I am not here to do anything else. I'm here to make sure that you're ready for games. I'm here to help you in training. I'm here to help you in the gym. I'll come in with you. I'll be a gym partner. I'll do whatever you want. We go in the swimming baths together. like, And he's just been like nonstop from day one. He's doing his badges and stuff with Derby. And, and he's got his, his goalkeeping school on the side and yeah. stuff like that, and which, which helps him out. But day to day, he's trained pretty much every single day. He's got knocks and niggles and he's just like, yeah, I'm out. He's my head tennis partner. Like, but just, he's my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Like, that is literally what he is. It's class, and It's great to have. And I've never seen anything like it in football in my life and I couldn't be more thankful to him for this season. He's genuinely been, like, good as gold with me. Class. And, uh, no, like, what a guy, mate. And that that is literally what a, a GK union is. Yeah. Like, he's the epitome of the union. Like, because if he can come in and do that job to that standard, uh, when he had no right to even do that or to that to that um, to that magnitude, uh, uh, I love him to bits. Class, <laughs> mate. What way to finish on that? What a great episode this has been, Joe. Thank you very much for coming in, mate. It's been an absolute class to speak to you and that. No, thanks for having me, mate. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Time flies as well, doesn't it? it goes quick. Oh, not wrong. <laughs> right, this has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Uh, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It really helps us grow. Take care, guys. All the best. Cheers, Joe. Nice one. Cheers, guys. What a save from Mark Howard. 